It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. The shorthanded Warriors lose to the Blazers. About a thousand T's and a couple flagrants called. Steve Kerr breaks a clipboard and some buyout market news as we have come to expect every day so far. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Warriors lose last night to the Blazers, 129 to 107. But that wasn't really the story. The story was. I, and I hate to say it, the officiating, and I, I, I want to get this out of the way immediately. Not blaming the officials for the loss. Never would. Never do. Uh, the Warriors got a tough whistle, but that has nothing to do with why they lost. They lost because three of their top seven players were out. They are playing on a back-to-back. Uh, there was some sloppy play from some of the, the bench players they, they put in. Kevin Durant only got so many shots when he was scorching hot. Clay wasn't his normal self, so to speak. Uh, so a lot of reasons. But the main story coming out is the, the officiating. And basically what it ended up leading to. Uh, it all started with, I guess you could say, it was a chippy game in the first place, but Clay and Zach Collins getting into it a little bit. Which is nothing. It's basketball. That stuff happens. Except you rarely see Clay get into it, but he, he sure did. Anyway, so that's where it started. And then with about four minutes left in the game, Warriors were down seven, I believe. And Draymond Green comes sliding over uh, from the help side to contest a Zach Collins drive and gave him a hard foul, I guess. I mean, it didn't even look like a hard foul. It was just a foul, honestly. And the refs go and look at it, which was absolutely ridiculous that it was even looked at. It was not worth the waste of time. Uh, to even review, but apparently in their eyes it was because they give Draymond a flagrant one. And when that happened, Steve Kerr lost his which as a spectator I love. It's always fun to see. You know, he slams down the clipboard. He gets two tees. He gets ejected. Uh, Draymond ends up getting a tee as well for standing under the, the stanchion or whatever, not moving fast enough when they when they uh, were asking him to. But basically what this turned into was a eight-point possession, oddly enough. Uh, The flagrant was two free throws that they knocked down, a technical free throw for the Draymond T, two technical free throws for the Steve Kerr T, and then Blazers got the ball back because of the flagrant. You get two free throws and possession. 
And the Blazers knocked down a three. Jake Lehman hits a three in the corner. So that was an eight-point possession that wrapped this thing up and gave uh, gave the Blazers all the momentum. Uh, there's not much to talk about with the game. I mean, that was the biggest biggest moment. And again, it focuses on officiating, which is too bad uh, because I hate talking about it. I don't think it it matters, but it doesn't. I'd rather talk about the game, but there wasn't too much there. You know, the Warriors played with a ton of energy, uh, which was good to see. There was no no one was looking to, you know, get to their all-star break, get to their vacation early, uh, except people joked that Steve Kerr was when he got ejected. You know, they, they came out looking to win a game, and they didn't. Uh, Nurkic is still a problem, which is another reason why I think eventually the Warriors will find another big-body center to put on the roster. Uh, like I said, team energy was good. Jordan Bell got some minutes that were a mixed bag. He did some positive things and then did some not positive things. Same thing with Alfonso McKinney and Quinn Cook. Uh, it's tough when you don't get much playing time, and then all of a sudden you're getting, you know, 15, 20 minutes in a random game. So it was just a mixed bag with everyone, but I wouldn't say anyone played horribly. Clay wasn't great. Clay wasn't great, I can say that. But when you're Clay Thompson, you're allowed to have those games. But with his hot run recently, it kind of, well, it definitely ended last night uh, when he went two for 16, two for seven from three and uh, three for three on free throws. He did have eight assists, though, did Clay, which is pretty huge. He had eight assists and only one more point than that, nine points. So not a banner game for him, and it kind of ruins what I was talking about yesterday where I wanted him to be at 40% from three uh, going into going into the All-Star break. Would have needed to shot better than two for seven from three, which he did not. So that keeps him right at 39.5% from three. He'll get there by the end of the year, obviously, maybe after, maybe his first game back. But for now, still under 40%. Uh, Kevin Durant had a great game. Would have liked to see him get more shots up, considering he was 12 to 17, three of four from three. Uh, he had 32 points, was, was everywhere. But he just, uh, I don't know, only 17 shots isn't great, especially when you consider Clay got 16. And he went 2 of 16, and Steph got 24, going 10 to 24. I would like to see KD get more shots when he's clearly uh, on fire. But that's a pretty specific situation where, you know, the Warriors are playing shorthanded, and they're not, they're not going to have many games where Cousins, Livingston, and Iguodala are all out of the state. So it's kind of one you just chalk up, throw it away, and move on to the all-star break. But I did want to get back to, you know, the 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 headline, the thing everything uh the thing everyone was talking about, which was the officiating and that weird eight point sequence. Steve Kerr uh talked about it. Here's what he had to say. Steve Kerr uh as lighthearted as ever. Just shocked that that was a called a flagrant foul. And I'm not sure how it's determined. I don't remember if it's determined in New York or if it's uh if the officials on the floor, but that's uh I was head scratching that that could be called a flagrant foul. I mean, the guy's going to go in for a dunk. You got to make sure he doesn't dunk it. Uh, so I told Kenny that I begged to differ. <laughs> the clipboard spike. I forgot about that part. There might have been a couple of other words in there too. Is that is that better than the than the break? 
is what? the spike better than the break? I don't know. I'm going to have to ask uh, Yoder if the clipboard broke when I threw it down, but I got a little anger out, so that was good. Steve Kerr, you couldn't hear it, uh, but before walking into the media scrum, he, he told the reporters to get the f*** out of his way. So he was having fun with it. Clearly not happy with that flagrant call. I agree with him. It was a weak call uh, in the first place. So I I agree. It happens, though. Steve Kerr is all good. He's on his way to a, a you know five-day vacation uh, during the All-Star break. Kevin Durant was also asked about the odd eight-point possession uh, at the end of the game. And if he's ever seen anything like that, here is what KD had to say on the topic. They got eight points in one possession, yeah. and that kind of broke it open for them and took our momentum away. But they were on a run already, but I thought we were still in the game. We are down seven, I think, and, I, and Collins is going to miss two free throws. So, you know, getting the ball back with four minutes to go down seven, that's, you know, that's pretty, it's a pretty close game. But, you know, momentum is a huge part of basketball, and that took our momentum away. You ever seen eight points in one possession? No, never, never. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I can't see, I can't see it so much. You're, what was it like uh, trying to pump Steve down? I felt him. I mean, I understand his anger and his rage, especially for that call. I thought we should just keep playing and come foul, I thought. The rest looked at it differently, and I understand why Coach is, uh, was a little frustrated. So, um, get ready for break. Were you surprised by all the stuff going on with Zach Collins in the fourth year? Clay, who's rarely mad like that, and then obviously everything else. Yeah, CJ McCollum hyped him up all game. I hate you, bro. All right. So, of course, uh, Collins will feel good playing out there. But he played with a lot of energy. He played with uh, some force, you know, blocking shots, and the crowd got him hyped, so it is what it is. Jeff, do you think there's a double standard with Raymond fouls like that? Yeah, ask the ref. Anything I say about the ref behind these cameras, man, I could lose some money. Time out before it. What do you think it'll do for you guys? I mean, you have a pretty busy itinerary anyway. What do you think? Uh, really? It'll be good to just get away from the game for a bit, you know? You rarely get two straight days without even thinking about practice, game plan, working out, you know, that stuff. So it'll be good for guys to just get a couple days to rest their bodies and minds there's kd on the eight point possession late in the game audio wasn't great but he also was saying kind of biting his tongue when it came to the refs and it's got to be tough as an nba player where you may have valid criticisms of the officials but you can't say anything because you're going to get fined 25 grand i mean you obviously can't come out and do what joel Embiid did the other night where he just said they effing sucked but if you have a valid criticism of, you know, that was a terrible flagrant call and I think Draymond gets officiated differently, you're probably going to get a fine. And so you just have to sit there and bite your tongue and it's too bad, but KD was pretty diplomatic. You know, uh, Zach Collins did have a damn good game. Uh, I don't know about all the chirping he was doing and it'll probably come back to bite him in the ass uh, at a certain point whenever they play the dubs again and especially if they play him in the playoffs. But you know, said CJ was hyping him up and, and all that, which is also another reason why Zach Collins' performance, and just in general, I think he's a solid player. Well, I think the Cantor signing's a little weird for Portland, but hell, you, you get a chance to, to get another, you know, good, solid player. Why not, Adam? Uh, the guy in the middle of most of it was Draymond Green. He was asked about the whole situation, and uh, 
Draymond, as usual, had plenty to say. I know they would look at it because they always look at like files with me. All right, Draymond. All right, bro. Good to see you. But whatever. I think they got eight points on that possession. You haven't seen anything like that? No, I haven't. But uh, it is what it is. I like the way we close the game up. That was good how we close the game up. What did you think of Steve's uh, reaction? I loved that too. That was amazing. It's great. He set the tone for us to close the game the way we did. It was good. You ever seen? I got a tech also for standing there. I thought that that's probably should be a delayed game, not a tech. You can't like get somebody a tech because they're standing somewhere. It's a delayed game. But whatever. Might be Draymond Green room too. How much do you see that as a double standard? I mean, that's, you know. I've been officiated a certain way for years. It's nothing new to me. It is what it is. I don't really care. Have you ever seen Clay get mad at a guy like he got mad at that call? <laughs> <laughs> I have before, but very, very, like that may be the second time. But I enjoyed that too. That was really good. He was talking bad to that dude. <laughs> that was good to see. It's kind of a lit up fourth quarter with Collins out there. A lot of stuff. Yeah. It's all good though. Guess that's what you know. That's his job, I guess. How do you how do you like where you guys are heading into the break? Ah uh, man, I think we're in a great place. Uh, you know, we're we're not playing our best basketball, but you know. I think our chemistry is, is great, and that's the most important thing for us. Uh, you know, we, we got a lot of talent. Uh, we got a great team. So long as our chemistry is great, no one can beat us for real. So, uh, we're you know, we're in a great place heading into this break. We got to clean some things up when we come out the break, but that's the perfect time to clean it up heading into the playoffs. There's Draymond, pretty measured when it came to his situation. I just think he's happy to, to get his uh, all-star break vacation started. And, you know, we'll get over the the flagrant what have you. Uh, but also, you know, brought up that he thinks he's officiated a little differently. Certain Draymond things. Steph agrees with him, actually. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDWNHP. At CDW, we get that an unsecured laptop can put your company's data at risk, making you a little paranoid. I'm not paranoid. You're paranoid. CDW can implement a secure mobility solution using the HP EliteBook with Intel 8th generation processors and SureView privacy to protect your screen from prying eyes. Did you follow me here? IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash HP security. What was that? What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What up? Uh, Just got through some of the sound from last night's game. As I mentioned, sadly, the headliner is uh, the fact that, you know, the refs 
were involved heavily. And I do think the Warriors got a bad whistle last night, but I would n- uh, never blame the refs for a loss. Uh, losers blame lef- refs for the loss. You know, f- fans of bad teams, so don't do that. Don't do that, guys. We're, we're better than that. They can have a bad game. Refs can and do some really bad stuff. And, you know, I, I thought there were some really bad calls last night, and I do think the Warriors got a bad whistle, but, you know, don't go to a 16 if you're Clay Thompson. Don't uh, go 10 to 24 if you're Steph. Don't have the turnovers that you have and just stuff like that. It's a loss is never the ref's fault, but the refs can also have a bad game, which they did. And so Draymond talked about it. Kerr, Durant, they all talked about it. Uh, Another thing they were asked about is their chemistry uh, going into all-star break after 57 games, Uh, just how the locker room is and how the vibe is there. And I'm going to start with Draymond because obviously he was part of some of the turmoil earlier in the year. And here's what Dre had to say about uh, the team vibe right now and just the, the tough first half, the tough moments. You, you, can, you just pinpointed chemistry as something that you think that you guys are in a good place. How trying was this first half? It was very trying. Uh, but, you know, we fought through some things, which happens. Uh, we're trying to win a, what, third straight championship? It's not easy. Uh, so so happens, and did happen, and we got through it. Um, sucks for everybody else. I know everybody else was hoping we didn't. But, like I told y'all months ago, ain't nobody on this team going to stop this run. Somebody else got to be lucky enough to do that. And uh, luck might have ran out. Just a classic Draymond Green quote right there. Uh, Yeah, luck might have run out. This team is playing well. They won 16 of their last 18, heading into the All-Star break. Draymond, you know, talked about the trying first half. Steph talked about the current state of the locker room and he uh positive very positive as steph curry usually is here's what steph had to say we're, we're locked in on what the goal is um regardless of all the storylines and headlines that have been on our team up since october um at the end of the day when you you understand who's in that locker room how much we appreciate each other the true potential that we have as a team. Um, and honestly, now with 25 games left, really being able to just lock in and, and, and focus on working out the kinks and raising that level of play so that when the playoffs come around, we feel like we've really hit our stride. Um, this had two losses, I think, in the last, what, 17 games, 18 games, so winning mentality but there is still a focus on the things we need to do to get better and we're all pretty much committed to it on a daily basis so uh, that's a good feeling and again it's just about basketball nothing else Steph Curry focusing on the hoops obviously but says the chemistry is great this team is really focused on the goal of winning a third championship getting that three-peat and uh, I can't blame him that's what the goal should be I also think they're all just ecstatic to get this this break, to get this five days off, or for guys actually in the All-Star game, I don't know, two, three days, whatever it is. Steph is headed home to Charlotte. Should be the headliner, the main story of All-Star break because he's going home. He's you know Charlotte's favorite son, participating in the three-point contest with his brother, Seth. Should be a great... Great spectacle. I would expect one of them to win it. I'm leaning towards Steph, but 
I don't know. What, what's a better story? Steph winning it or getting beat by his little brother? Either one would be good. I do think Buddy Heald has a great chance, too. But moving on, I'm going to take a quick break, come back, talk about some buyout market news, because it seems like different signings are happening every day, just not for the Warriors. But they do affect the Warriors. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with the Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. Finished up that Portland game. Who cares? Warriors are 16-2 and in their last 18, going to the All-Star break. It's all gravy. Some buyout market news happened today. Markeith Morris, who was traded to the Pelicans for Wesley Johnson, I think. Might have gotten all that wrong. Uh, but Markeith Morris was injured, traded to the Pelicans, gets waived by the Pelicans because he's injured. So he was on the buyout market comes out a couple days ago that he was healthy and ready to return. So he had a lot of suitors. I thought he might have been of some interest to the Warriors. He's he's more of a power forward, though, than, than a wing, than a true wing. So it just... Is he probably the best player out there? Yeah. Does he fit what they need? Not quite. You know, they need a center or a wing, and I'm leaning towards center. But anyways, Markeith Morris does sign today with the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are currently the three seed. And the reason I bring it up is because there's a good chance the Warriors could play the Thunder in the playoffs, in the Western Conference Finals. And the Thunder are damn good, it hurts me to say. But with Paul George playing the way he is, uh, whatever Grant brother they have has been playing great. He's earned every penny of that contract they signed him to uh Den- the Dennis Schroeder experiment has worked out incredibly well I did not think it would I thought him and Russ would fight at midcourt uh eight minutes into their first game but it's all worked out for him and getting Markeith Morris is a is another nice boost to get with 25 games left so I just wanted to pass that along I don't know it might not work out great but they did add another solid player who uh to a team that many think is the biggest challenger to the Warriors. I don't know. I don't know who is the biggest challenger, but they're in the mix. They're in the conversation for sure. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder are. So we'll see what happens. And we'll see what happens with the Warriors' 15th roster spot. Now, the only deadline they have is March 1st because you want to fill that spot before then because that's the deadline for adding a player uh, <laughs> to be eligible for the playoffs. 
So that's really the only deadline they have. We'll see if and when it happens. But right now, still, still no movement. Moving on to League Pass picks for tonight. It is the last night with NBA games until, God, I don't know, a week? It's going to feel like a year. But we got Hornets, Magic, Knicks, Hawks, Thunder, Pelicans. Just watch them all. None of them are that great. But watch it and enjoy it because we're going to be complaining about not having NBA basketball for a week. Uh, This is Locked On Warriors. I'll be back with some all-star stuff, I'm sure, over the next couple days. Not sure how it's going to work out exactly, though. So just keep an eye on the feed, and uh, you'll get some new episodes. Not sure when. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Uh, I'll definitely get them out as the news comes. So just keep an eye out on the Locked On Warriors feed. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, hey, we made it to All-Star break. We did. Not just the Warriors. Us. Locked On Warriors and you guys out there. So congrats to all of us. Uh, Come back whenever I put out another podcast. This has been Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. (laughs) Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Bay Area sports fans, this is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked On Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.